everybody. Welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. Today I'm going to reflect on this quiet Palm Sunday and what it might be that Jesus is actually up to during this whole coronavirus. I don't know what your Palm Sunday has been like, but mine has been quiet, peaceful, beautiful. It's sunny today here in Michigan, about 55 degrees out. We spent a lot of our morning outside doing yard work. I made a blueberry coffee cake for breakfast with our eggs, and we sat our kids down and watched part of a Jesus movie together. My children are almost 10 and almost 8, and we watched... A good good chunk of the Son of God. And we just talked about it, what it looked like for Jesus, who he was, what it might have been like. We talked about miracles. We watched it all the way up until almost the Last Supper. And then we just had a discussion about it. We talked about what Palm Sunday was, what everybody expected of him and what he actually came to do. And it was super interesting, even just for me, to just have that visual. Although, once again, I'm frustrated by the fact they never get the right kind of an actor to portray Jesus. I really just want a short, stocky, normal-looking Arab guy to play Jesus just once. Just once. But anyway, side note. It's very interesting to me as we approach Holy Week. And it's just such a quiet season this year. Normally, there's all this fuss and bother. And does my daughter have any tights that she can wear? And are her Sunday shoes too small for her? And what am I going to wear? And do we need new clothes? And all this stuff as we get ready for Easter. And usually there's a big family get together. And usually it's just this busy busyness. And in the middle of it all, I'm trying to be like, all right, I need to have time to really think about this. And that is not the case this year. It is quiet. There is a very big lack of drama and busyness. It's simple. It's slow. And I like it. I'm discovering some very interesting things about myself as I sit here in this quietness and the stillness and this lack of busyness. I can't exactly put it all into words yet, but God is working on me. He is working on me. And so as we approach this this Easter season, and even as we sit here on Palm Sunday, it's weird to have it without a big church fuss. The church that I'm a part of right now is really into drama And so their Palm Sunday celebration is normally just filled with like actual biblical characters and real donkeys and Jesus who walks around the church. I mean, it's like all out crazy and it's fun, but it is a big production and it's not happening this year because it's just still. So there isn't any of that. And it's just an interesting thing to me. As I was sitting here just thinking about what I wanted to say in my podcast episode today. I think we're just really realizing how much of what we thought was Christianity, what we thought was the church, was extra stuff that we've added. Most of it's not bad, but it's also not necessary because the church is still going to be celebrating Easter this year. We just finished celebrating Palm Sunday. We're still celebrating. And the church is more than physical buildings. It's more than a group of people that you get together with. It's more than traditions and rituals and an organization. 
The church is every person everywhere who has had an encounter with Jesus Christ, who has put their faith in his death and resurrection, and who has met him, and who's been changed by a relationship with him. And that church crosses all kinds of boundaries, denominational boundaries, and physical boundaries, and racial and ethnic area boundaries across countries, across the entire world. And that's the church. And that church is very much alive and is very much celebrating. And I just think it's very interesting what God is doing. This morning, as I was having my Jesus time, I was reminded of my word for the year. I'm not huge into words for the year. I mean, I used to be back in the crazy days. And then I kind of faded from them. And then just recently, I feel like I've kind of been getting a little more back into them. Not so much that I have a prophetic word from God, but more just a word that maybe he's focusing on this year in my life. My word for this year was restore. And I love to restore old furniture. It's not something that I do all the time anymore because I'm so incredibly busy with other things. But I do love to restore old furniture when I have the opportunity. And one of the first things you have to do when you have a piece of old furniture like that is you have to take off all the hardware and you have to strip it. And it's not a fun process. Sometimes you have to use chemicals to actually get down to the actual wood, depending on how many coats of paint and stuff are on it. Other times you can just use some sandpaper and sand off some of the stain, some of the old finish. But it's, it's not a fun process. It's laborious. It's time consuming. It's icky. I mean, there's dust everywhere or chemicals everywhere. You have to wear gloves and a face mask. Like It's not fun. And when you get done with the stripping, your piece of furniture looks terrible. It literally looks worse than it did when you started it. And I think about this season that we're in right now, and it is a period of stripping. I don't know about you, but I have been stripped by this coronavirus, by the social distancing, by the unknowns, by a lack of normalcy. I mean, I have been stripped on so many levels of basically everything, basically everything. I feel like I've been stripped spiritually, emotionally, physically, mentally. I mean, you name it. There's been a stripping that's happened. And I feel raw. And I feel vulnerable. And I feel like I'm a mess. And I think a lot of us are there. And we've been stripped of stuff that we thought had to do with our relationship with Jesus. Even just this church thing being gone. Suddenly you're like, how do I even do this? How do I do this Christianity thing? How do I do this without my church? I think that God is in a process of restoration. I know that he's restoring me personally, and I would just love it if he was restoring his church, his global church. And so if he is, that first step would be stripping, uncomfortable, not fun, yucky, messy. And yet here we are, left with plenty, but also having lost plenty. And that's okay. It's okay. And it's okay that we're a mess. And it's okay that we don't look our best and that we don't have it together right now because God is in the process of restoration. And if you're going to refinance a piece of furniture, you have to strip it. Because if you just try to paint another coat on top of something else, you don't actually get down to the nitty gritty and fixing it. It's going to be gross and it's not going to look right. If you want a beautiful quality piece of restoration, you have to strip. You have to. And then once you've got it down to those bones and you're able to fix the parts that are broken, maybe it needs a 
glue, maybe it needs a new piece here or there. Then you get to begin the best part, and that's the re the repainting or the restaining. I love this part of the process because suddenly you're seeing the beauty and the hope, and it's so much fun. So if we are being restored by Jesus, it's gonna get fun. It's gonna be awesome because he is going to put on a new coat. He is going to put on, I hope himself. I hope he just restores us, brings us face to face with himself. I hope that he unites us across all of those differences. I hope that he just inspires us and sets fire to our hearts. That so many of us are no longer doing this out of habit or tradition, but we're doing it because we love Jesus, because we see that we've been forgiven. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. And I think about Palm Sunday, and I think about Jesus riding into Jerusalem on his donkey and the crowds of people that were celebrating and shouting, thinking that he was coming to be the Messiah, that he was coming to be the king, that he was going to overthrow Rome, that he was going to make Israel this beautiful nation again. But he didn't because he had an even bigger and better purpose. And as we go into Holy Week tomorrow and the next day, we think about Jesus and as he was dealing with the people in Jerusalem, and as he was walking towards what was going to be his agonizing death, he had such a bigger purpose in mind. He had you in mind. He had me in mind. He had all the people, all the people in mind as he went forward not to be the king, but to be the sacrifice, to be the sacrifice for the sins of the world, and then to rise again, conquering death, so that anyone who looks to him can be saved. That's worth celebrating. And that is the core of the church. The church is united around Jesus Christ. It's united around what we believe about him. We believe that he is the son of God, that he is God, and that he died for the sins of the world. And he rose again, conquering death to give us hope, to give us restoration, to give us a future. And that's what we're celebrating. And the church may not be physically meeting together, but I believe that the true church the believers across the entire world, we're celebrating this. And it's going to be awesome. And it already is awesome because God is doing a big and powerful and wonderful work. So I would just encourage you, as you are feeling stripped, look to Jesus. As you are feeling broken, look to Jesus, the one who was stripped and beaten and broken for us, and yet who has conquered death by rising again and on everything necessary to bring us back into relationship with him. And so I just hope that you will take those thoughts with you as you go into this next week. Yeah, it's hard. It's painful. It's scary. It's sad. But it's a stripping process. And good, good things are coming from it. Next week, I look forward to celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ with you. And until then, keep searching. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have you join me over on my website at christylynnwood.com. For more content, free resources, and opportunities to connect with a community of people who are looking for the real God.